so. This is the only time me and the co-joers are actually together alone. <laughs> Guys, let's talk about Joseph. Hey, Joe. Hey, yo. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. It's the new year. I know. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. What in the world? Wow. That 2022, man. That went by in a it was, flash. It was a hefty year. We weren't even really friends at the beginning of the year. What? I know. That's wild. When did we start hanging out? Um, January. Was it really? January was the first time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, what is up, you guys? Welcome, Welcome to, to the Kojo, Kojo Show. Show. I'm your host, Kobe James. And I am, wow. Oh, I never come prepared for these. Uh, <laughs> are I, you sure it's me? It might be you this time. All right, let's start it over. Okay. What's up, you guys? Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Kojo, Kojo Show. Show. I'm your host, Joseph O'Brien. And I am your more skittily dum 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 host, Kobe <laughs> James. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk music. Let's talk life. We started a podcast. Yes, we did now. We started a podcast. It's the Kojo Show. Yo, Joseph, did we make a podcast? Uh, I guess we did. Do you think anybody's going to listen? Yeah, absolutely not. Kojo. Well, what does the fuck say? Ring, ding, 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 ding. We watched all of those like old 2010s like YouTube videos today. You didn't know what Charlie the Unicorn was. I think that was a little before my time. It might have been, but I, in my family, that that's a classic. We that quote is, from it all the time. He thought it was weird. It was so weird. Like I, I, uh, I was more of a "What does the fox say?" kind of guy. It is really funny. That like shaped my humor as a child. What other classic YouTube videos were at the time? Oh, we watched Friday. Our- Rebecca Black. Oh no, Friday. We were just listening to her music today, and I still can't get that out of my head. Still trash. <laughs> Gangnam <laughs> Gangnam style. Gangnam style. Gangnam? I think in English it's pronounced wait, wait, Gangnam. Wait, what was that thing that it was called? The Opa Gangnam style. The Harlem Shake. Do you remember the Harlem I Shake? I did. I never got on it, though. Okay. Well, yeah, I was probably too young at the time, too. I never knew it. But yeah, man, uh, YouTube was such a sweet and simple place back then. Yeah. Even old Good Mythical Morning. Ooh. Before the deconstruction. They were awesome. Still okay. Cause I'm on vacation. Let's hop into updates on life. Okay. Updates on life. <gasps> no way. I said, <laughs> said it was an accident. <laughs> it was an accident. I swear. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to say. I can't it believe correct. you did that. It was purpose. It was not purposeful. Just I'm to say so that. proud of him. I'm not. All my complaining has finally paid off. It was a bit. I loved the bit. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I let you down. I let my mom down. But most importantly, I let Jesus down. You let your mom down? I don't know. Does she expect you to say life update? No, she isn't. I don't know. Oh, okay. It's gotcha. just a statement. What's going on with your life? What's going on right now? Um, So it's January, new year, new me. And uh, my roommates and I decided that we were going to do uh, a January challenge, which is this was some kind of video that went viral a couple of years ago where a bunch of guys decide, hey, we're going to get up at, in the early morning. So like 6.30, 6.45, take a cold shower, uh, give up social media in the sense of like just scrolling through it. Like we have to use social media for stuff like yeah. really popular viral stuff. <laughs> we're so awesome. <laughs> so yeah, with this January challenge, it's just a bunch of things to... Um, create challenges for yourself and to, to really press into your masculinity, which we're going to talk about later. Big masculine men. That's what this um, podcast is going to be starting. We're going to start calling it that. Just big masculine big men. Big masculine man. Yep. No toxicity. No though. toxicity, though. Um, that's really great. I think that the uh, I'm going to partake in some of it. Not all of it. Yeah, yeah. He said he wouldn't do like the the social media thing. No, because or... I am actually in charge of the Kojo social media, <laughs> so I, I actually have to be on it pretty often. If you ever message the Kojo, so it is probably him. It's it is me. not me because I, I feel like sometimes I'm overwhelmed by the amount of people who want to reach out and like I'm I don't not. Know. 
They're all wanting to talk to Joseph, though. <laughs> no, it's like, they want to talk to you, too. I feel like the mother, the unappreciated mother sometimes. Oh, my gosh. I'm just kidding. I constantly encourage him. You d don't worry. I, I might do the waking up early thing. I want to start doing that during January again, because I, I got on a really good kick of that and then kind of fell out recently. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, we also might hit the gym up together. Yeah, we'll, we'll get swole. Might go hit the gym. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although he's already got a girlfriend, so Turn he's got no one to Turn this dad bod into a chat. <laughs> chat bod. <laughs> Dude. Oh, man. Well, that's good stuff, man. We got lots of stuff coming up in January and some really exciting stuff that we can't tell you guys about yet, but we're really stoked to announce them as they what come in January. What are they? I don't even think you I know, know what they are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can't okay. tell them, but it'll it'll come. All right, well, let's hop into the next segment of the show, Game Time! Oh! Game Time! All right, Joseph, what do you have for Game Time for oh us this week? Oh, my gosh, it's my favorite segment. It is not. Everyone calm down. It is not. Everyone calm their horses it down. It is not his favorite segment. I'm always the one who brings up, hey, we should do game time. He's like, nah, man. We, we That's <laughs> not true. <laughs> it is true. Okay, well, let's talk about sad songs that Joseph did. We'll talk about that. Let's talk about it. I can talk about that. I don't he like don't want to do no sad songs, and I, like I think they're funny. He doesn't love you enough. That's what it is. I don't like sad songs with Joseph. No, you don't love them enough. Okay. I do. So Kobe has his innate ability to to be able to tell what the key of a song is before he hears the song. This is not perfect pitch. This is me remembering the key, and I will get it wrong uh, from time to time, if not all the time. No, so, no, he gets it more times than off. If I've got not. the pressure on me, I don't know if I can. More times than off, not. That, that was a statement. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a, a list of 10 songs here, okay. and we're just going to uh, go through them and see how he does. Here we go. Um... Can you sing the song, We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together by Taylor Swift? I remember when we broke up the first time. So, yeah, so that's the key uh, of the song. I do believe Here so. Here we go. Uh, mm -mm. That's right. That was? Mm -hmm. I got it. He's one for one. All right. I don't know that one. Hey, well. you're going to like this next one. Can you can you do the song, Whatever Comes Next by Ashlyn Lavoie? I think I can. <laughs> okay. You're still holding me all you to me. Ever comes next. Uh, I believe it is that. Uh, here we go. Okay, here we go. Oh, I was a little off. I think you were like one semitone too high. You messed up your girlfriend's song? It's all right. She wouldn't know my music if it hit her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Dare You to Move by Switchfoot. Day never happened before. Mm, I think it's that. All right. Hey! Yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Welcome to existence. I love that song. Move. They said whoever was in the 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 control room when they were recording that song cried. They were like sobbing. They were all sobbing. I heard that too. That's amazing. All right, so, so cool. you're two out of three. So you're at a sixty-six percent. All right. Nothing to be ashamed about. Can you do brand new? By Kobe James. I like up and I can see you got me where I wanna be. Which is, uh, traded all my dark for the light. Traded all my dark for the light. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've sang that live a thousand times. So we got three out of four right now. All right. Can you do Take Your Time by Joseph O'Brien? Yeah, I can. Oh, you better get uh, this. I will be livid if you don't. Even if you take your okay. time. So that be uh, uh, you, you were off one semitone. A little, it was like it was in between. I'm so I can't believe it. I couldn't do you. I I'm can't sorry. believe what you've done. I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe it. Charlie bit me. Charlie bit my finger. My Jesus by Ann Wilson. 
He makes a way where there ain't no way. I ain't no sinner that he... <laughs> Let Can't me tell you about my, my Jesus. Jesus. So do So that's that's the one. No, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I got, was, it. I got it. I got, got it. it. All right, I got, got it. it. Wait, just to double check. Are you Pat? Yeah, I got it. All right, all right, all right. All right, he's a four for six. All right, give me Love Yourself by Justin Bieber. For all the times that you ain't on my parade, all the clothes you get and using my name. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I didn't even have to listen to that one. Goodness gracious! This, uh, believe it or not, you actually do have perfect pitch, or at least very good relative pitch. I think it's just tuned in relative pitch. Yeah, because no one can do this unless they actually have some form of perfect pitch. I mean, you, if you were able to like take the time, I think I think you could develop it. All right. Well, all hey, right. That, that's five out of seven. All so right, let's right. go on to the next one. Can you do treat your treat, treat your treat? Can you do treat? You already know uh, what I was gonna say. Uh, treat you better I by Shawn like Mendes. Treat you better than he can. I won't lie. That's it. Oh my I goodness! Yeah, I had that. that wow, how easy. is it again that you're getting all these songs, but you somehow messed up me and Ashley? I think I don't. I the like, two closest well, people to you in thing, your life, I'm besides not, your family. Respectfully, I'm not listening to your music all the time because we're buddies. You're not listening to me all the time. I listen to Golden all the time. <laughs> you don't anymore. You did for a minute when you thought I was cool, but I, then you got to know me, <laughs> and now you don't listen to it. All right. Uh, so now that's six out of eight. Okay. So we got two more. Okay. So we got uh, Lauren Daigle, Trust in You. How's the course go? When you don't move the mountains. Oh, I'm when needing. you don't move the mountains, I need you to move. Mm. So that's it, man. Mm. When you don't move the mountains, I need you to move. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Easy. Viva la vida by Coldplay. Are you still the world? So it'll be like bum 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 bum. Roman Carver, we crossing it. Be my mirror, my I think that's it. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I'm just mad about the Ashlyn and your. We get it. You're talented. You have a skill that I don't have, and I'm totally okay with that. I'm just upset I didn't get ten out of ten because I know I could have. But no, it's okay, man. Better luck next time. All right. Well, that was game time. And now a message from our sponsors. Crossover Cups Missions is an amazing organization that serves to help people across the globe. They do amazing work in the Dominican Republic and Africa, amongst other places. They help kids learn a trade so they can provide for their family and themselves, and it all starts with Jesus at his core. I had the privilege of going to the Dominican Republic this last year, and it was an amazing experience. And if you are interested in having an experience like that or helping the cause, visit their website down in the description below. Joseph here. This episode is brought to you by NRT, which stands for New Release Today, and New Release Today exists to inform, encourage, and inspire others through the arts, the gospel message, and ministries of Christian artists all over the world, including Kobe and I. So if you want to keep up with what's happening in CCM, go to newreleasetoday.com. And we want to just take a moment to thank our subscribers, people who like our videos. Keep doing that. We appreciate you. And let's continue on with the show. Q&A, Q&A, it's time for Q&A. All right, we are hopping into Q&A. Q&A. Joseph, the lovely Kojovers on Instagram have gone and helped us out with asking us some wonderful questions. This week, they asked us some doozies. So uh, let's let's start out with... the doozies. <laughs> do you like to cook? Do I like to cook? Yeah. yeah. No. I, 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 I only cook like spaghetti, eggs. Oh, wow. Really? Um, here's my thing. If I had all the ingredients I needed, yeah, sure. But like... 
until I have someone to cook for. I love you cooking. <laughs> I'm pretty decent at it too. I would like to say. I you seem like someone who'd be good at cooking. Oh, do I? What okay. Do you got? What do you got? Joseph, what's your favorite song of Kobe's? And Kobe, what's your favorite song of Joseph's? Healing in the Water by Kobe James. Really? That's your favorite song? Yeah. Wow. All right. I love that one. It's it not... was the one that made me the most happy. Well, it's not out yet, but I think I showed it on a recent podcast episode, so you can go back and find that. Joseph's f- my favorite song of Joseph's is that's really tough. Oh man. Well, I know what one of them's not. Not the average. He That's does not for like the average. Darn sure. Hey, if any of you guys like the average, you should totally roast him in the comments because he gives me so much crap it's about that song. It's just not as good as your other stuff. I, it's a fine song. It's average. Again, five <laughs> points. What? Six it's, million streams? It's uh, how many streams? I'm sorry. It's uh, and Rebecca Black has how many strings on Friday? <laughs> it's Friday. I'm just saying. Streams don't count for good quality. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite song of Joseph's is probably Take Your Time or I love um, his one about Bumpa. I love that one mm, a lot. That one yeah. might be my favorite one. Oh, dang, man. Um, that one hit me pretty hard. So Ooh, wow. I'm a fan of that one. Favorite CCM song lately? I don't think I can answer it yet because January is about to be pumping. Yeah, what can I even say? I don't even know. Mine's I'm- probably the uh, Commission by Kane. Yeah. Oh, that already made its run, though. I know, but I still love it. Is it just saying your favorite CCM like song I mean, right now? Lately, they say. But lately, what you like lately. Oh gosh. Um, I loved. Uh, Not the Jericho. Been walking through the city that I cannot see. The yeah. depths of the valley where the sun can. I've been dying. Yeah, I'm with low. Yeah. Yep. morning. Yep. Um. I'm gonna take it. Oh. Uh. Fill my cup, Lord. There it is. Run it over. He liked fill my cup. Coolest Camp Electric memory you had. So Joseph didn't go to Camp Electric. I have a story. All right. I have a go. story. This, Yeah, this is funny. All right, go for it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this was truly horrifying, but it's a really funny story. I was teaching class. I was teaching a vocal class. It's it's like a, what, two and a half hour class? Two hour class? It's a long class. Really long time to prepare. So, anyway, I'm I'm teaching this entire class. And then this was my also my last session before we, you know, we left from Camp Electric or whatever. Kid comes up to me. He's like, yo, my dude. I just really love your stuff, and I just loved what you taught in this class. I was like, thanks, man. Really appreciate it. He said, I do have to tell you something, though. I was like, what's up? He said, your fly has been down the entire time <laughs> <laughs> you talked <laughs> this entire lecture. And I was like, you're kidding, right? And I looked down, and it's it's gone. The, the fly. That's so funny, because the low. first time I played there, my fly was down. Really? Yeah. My favorite memory at Camp Electric is when I was young, I was probably 15, and I just started music, and my music was really trash. I would, uh, I printed like a thousand business cards out and like had six kids handing them out to all the kids in, uh, oh my gosh. in Camp Electric. And we ended up doing like a mini concert where like they like, like some of my friends were like, Kobe James is going to be like playing That's in, so the, bold. in the square. Who has the guts to do that? Dude, I was so gutsy. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm not that way anymore. But like, um, I they like hyped it up. They're like he's gonna play his couple new songs. We had a crowd of like thirty people, forty people, and mm. I was in the middle of the square, and I just like busted out some songs. Dang man, it was fire. And I have uh, my buddy uh, played like drums on the ground or whatever. Drumstick broke. He gave me the drumstick, and it's still like in my childhood bedroom because it was my first show. Okay, next one. Would you ever release demos to the Kojo listeners? I suggested. This and I don't know if we could legally do this. I think it's up to our labels if we could contractually. Do like that. Well, we just may not tell them. But here's the thing: <laughs> it's a secret. I was like, we could make a Patreon where it's a small monthly subscription thing, and you get demos of our works, and it can get out in a way that like we really can't get them out otherwise. Um, alongside maybe an extra podcast a month or something. I don't know yet. We're trying to talk through some of that. But would you guys be interested in that? Let us know in the comments below. We love sharing music, so. 
We do love sharing music. That's what we kind of try to be try to be doing. We do the What is your favorite podcast episode? Oh, I like this because I feel like there's actually a plethora to choose from now. I know we have a lot. I actually think my favorite was the first one where I I, I edited it. like the first mm. one where we switched over to this camera. Yeah, it was just exciting. It was fun. It was really fun. I, I remember that being a really exciting day. It and was the start of something, something new. It uh, it definitely was my favorite episode too. <laughs> oh, is that really? I agree. Yeah. That's Will we take. be at the Kayla Fan Awards? Oh gosh, I hope so. I I. I have a good feeling. One of our dreams is that we'd like to host the fan awards. We're going to work our way up, but we would love to... Or Dove Awards. Just all of them? <laughs> <laughs> we would love to. That, that is our goal in, in this Kojo world we live in. Okay, last one. Who should be the new Superman? Oh, wow. This is... I haven't thought about this. Who should be the new Superman? It's tough. Oh, no. It's I don't tough. know many like young up-and-coming actors. Um, I've seen some really good castings, and they're all slipping my mind right now. Um, but um, Timothy Sh- Chalamet. No, I think no. <laughs> he'd be actually. Hear me out. Great Flash. Oh sure. I think he'd be a really good Flash. Maybe gets in day to be Iris. I don't like Timothy Chalamet. That's a hot take for another day. No, he's uh, a great actor, but I think in any superhero role, wouldn't like him. I think he'd be great. He'd be too moody. He'd be awesome. He'd be like, mm. he'd be really great. Robert Pattinson's moody, but it's great. Yeah, but Batman, like, like he could be a good Batman if he was actually buff. Timothy Chalamet. No, I I think <laughs> yeah. I, Superman's really hard. He's a really hard yeah. one to nail. Yeah, because he has that like look. He's got the thing. It's like he's the all American look. Oh, you know who I thought? Who? Um, golly, he's he's been fan casted for um uh Mr. Fantastic. Nicholas so. Cage. No, he's in that uh that really bad TV show I haven't seen. Uh, you. Oh, the guy who plays the main character in yes. You? If he put on that guy's mad skinny. If he put on eighty to ninety pounds of muscle and took some steroids, <laughs> he would look perfect. Yeah, I think that's not a bad. I, I mean, think he would look perfect. I think it's a weird choice, but I think he'd look great. I feel like I need to like search. He'd be a great Clark search Kent. My too. my catalog of actors I've seen, um, not Miles Teller. All right, here's a good one: Michael B. Jordan as Superman. I know it's a it's a weird one. Do you feel like that would cause a lot of like uproar? It's different. I mean, we don't have a black Superman. Yeah, and it, that's and, true. And it's a different take for sure. But I don't know. I it's do like Michael B. Jordan as an actor, but he already he was in Fantastic Four, and I didn't like that movie. So that's true. We'll see. Man, I still I didn't give an answer though. I couldn't figure out one. I think it's one of the hardest castings. That's that's really difficult. I thought Henry Cavill was literally perfect. I know. Tom Holland. Oh, just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, Tom Holland's just a. I, he needs to just stop being in stuff for a little bit. Andrew Garfield needs to take over the role of Spider-Man. Hey, again. Tom Holland's a decent Spider-Man. He's fine. Andrew Garfield's the best. He was the best. Which I can't believe we agree. I on. I know that's unbelievable. Well, that was Tobey Maguire Superman. <laughs> well, that was Q and A. Thank you guys so much. Let's hop into our final segment. Deep dives. I still think Nicolas Cage could be Superman. Nicolas Cage would be the best Superman ever. Okay. Oh, thank you. I appreciate Thirst it. Thirst trap Superman. Ooh. Oh my gosh. All, All right, right, Joseph. What are we going into? Deep dives. Oh, it's deep dive time. Deep dive. Oh, okay. Deep dives. Lead us in. Oh, oh dear. I hope this doesn't blow up in our faces, this next one. No. Yeah, we're, we're qualified to speak on this. Just like not cool to be Christian. Um. So today we are talking about toxic masculinity. Toxic. Uh, which... I gotta be honest, I didn't know too much about, like, I mean, I've obviously heard, like, toxic masculinity thrown out as a term. It's a buzzword. Yeah, and you know, it's... It's interesting. So, Joseph, what have you done for us? 
I was trying to like research like what are examples of toxic toxic masculinity because I don't know if there's like a definition for it. I brought up like multiple examples that I just found on blogs or even some of them were like accredited. WebMD has a whole thing on toxic masculinity. It's crazy. This particular website called Aurorand uh, defines some toxic masculinity behaviors and we're going to either agree with it or disagree. Interesting. Or elaborate even if we do agree. Okay. So the first one is being stoic is apparently a toxic masculinity. Men are constantly given the message that they must be self-reliant, independent, physically tough, etc. Men are told that to be this way will make them successful in terms of business, society, and finding a partner. Being vulnerable will cause men to be ridiculed. I think the definition of stoic is, is, uh, is like tough. Here's my thing with men being tough. I think we push in a good way towards... You know, you think about the early the early 50s and stuff. It was just about being tough. Guys weren't allowed to cry, weren't allowed to feel anything. It really wasn't about that for most of that kind of era. And then slowly we've overcorrected, I think, to men need to be these um, like just hyper-emotional, no toughness, toughness doesn't matter. And I think that kind of... Uh, I think that's kind of a wrong take because I think there should be a level of toughness. And I think, but I also think what makes a man is somebody who can lead and be tough, but also be um, emotional and sensitive and have that side to be able to tap into as well. And I think that, um, I don't know, I, I think that we can push a little too far away from it at times. My dad was a very tough guy. I mean, he is a very tough guy. He can do anything. He was a hunter. You know, he he was kind of like a man's man, but like also is super emotional and sensitive. So like I got to see someone who was extremely tough, an amazing leader, and, you know, a really good dad, but then also somebody who, like, I've seen cry, like, a, yeah. a good amount. Like, I'd say I've seen my dad cry a good amount. And, like, that, to me, has helped me understand that, like, that's okay yeah. as a man. Like, you can be a really solid man and still have emotion. And I feel like some people, friends that I know, uh, their dads never cried. Like, they've yeah. never seen their dad cry. They've never been told they were loved by their dad. Mm. And that's where toxic masculinity to me really takes its foothold is yeah. you don't talk about love. You don't talk about emotions. Yeah. That's not a man, though. That's just a guy who shut off and cut off from his emotions. That's yeah. not being a man. Mm, that's good. That's good. Well, yeah, that was just the first one. So let's try to get through more of these right here. Okay. Oh, this one's going to be easy. Um, to- a toxic masculine. Uh, to- God. Toss- talk. <laughs> I can't do it. Just- I know it's really hard. Oh my gosh. Toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. Okay, second thing of toxic masculinity is being promiscuous. What does that mean? means typically men will be praised by other men for sexual conquests. Like, if you're promiscuous, it means you sleep around. Oh, yeah. That's That's toxic. toxic. That's absolutely toxic. That is for sure toxic. I think it's absolutely toxic. I do think that, like, it's a bigger deal for guys to get girls rather than girls to get guys because... Girls are like, you have to win the approval of girls, whereas girls don't really have to win the approval of guys. Yeah. And so. I think, well, I mean, guys are like competitive too. So yeah, it's like, like a thing, like how many girls can you get? You know, yeah, like not even in like a, in a, in a hookup culture sense. I mean, just like dating wise, it's yeah. like the guy, you know, your boy's like, oh, let's go. Yeah. And the girl, it's more like girl can really get anybody she wants. Mm. It's not hard for a girl to find a guy. It's hard yeah. for a guy to find a girl. Mm. So. I mean, although I mean, is I it, don't. That's maybe. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of girls out there who are like it's hard for me to find a good guy. That's yeah, that's not so, true. Finding good guys, finding there you yeah go. guys who are serious about their lord, serious about the convictions. And Outside their faith. of Christianity, I think you could girls can find people very easily. I think it's more so finding good guys is hard. I do, I do agree with that. Toxic masculinity, being violent, is that toxic? Absolutely. 
Yeah, probably. I think that like <laughs> I think protecting is not viol- like not toxic. Yeah, it depends on what use of violence. Obviously, think, defensive violence. I don't. I think, think you need to be able to protect your family, and I think that like obviously if you're if you're out to dinner and somebody says something, maybe you shouldn't raise your fist. At, yeah, that, that shouldn't be your first out, out go. But like if somebody's threatening your family, like you need to be able to take action. Yeah, if you can't, I then- mean, violence is interesting. Well, because like I know what they're trying to say, like extreme violence, but. There's something I mean, also abuse. Yeah, yes. There's a lot of bad violence, but if if I wonder whoever wrote this article like for us cuz like imagine do you know those pain games you played growing up? Yeah. She played like Texas style ping pong. Totally. It's like if a group of guys gets together and does that, are they going to label that like toxic masculinity cuz they're all getting together, you know, take a ping pong ball and hit it, you know, and yeah. you lift up your shirt and you, I don't know, well, man. Yeah. I think that like I think the the real toxic thing and probably what they're hopefully talking about is abuse which yes. is toxic obviously, toxic yeah. masculinity. And I think that goes back to like not being able to like voice your emotions correctly mm. like i think that comes from dads not teaching their sons like how to cry how to yeah. feel things and so that comes well, out monkey in see anger. monkey do i mean if you have like, grow up with an abusive dad or you know it's just i agree i think that's endless cycle it, it goes back to emotion yeah do you think it's toxic for a guy to to want to know like who like his girlfriend hangs around or like or like that he has a say with the friends that she has um, like how much how much like leverage should a man have in a relationship I, I mean i think a girl should be able to have her own friends and make her own choices i yeah. think if you're with that girl you should trust her enough to find yeah. good friends but if it's like a red flag like if it's a guy she's hanging out with it's like hey this is making me uncomfortable like yeah. why are you hanging out with this guy or if it's like a girl that i just feel like if you're with that person though like they're not going to make friends that you wouldn't want them to make yeah hopefully you with. like each other enough to where like you're able either to make sacrifices for each other or just like i don't know like, or maybe she's not the right one if she's yeah. making friends like that i'm just I, I don't know if you should necessarily be telling her who to hang out with because that gets a little controlling yeah yeah and i don't want i would never that i would me. never make it an ultimatum thing but i think if i ever had a genuine concern for the people that she was around and how it was affecting her maybe spiritually or even like emotionally yeah that's different that you you know you bring it up that's different but so, yeah i don't think a guy should be telling her what to do with her friends yeah no you know it's don't do anything wrong it's toxic like, like sinful say it it's the feminist one isn't it not displaying emotion i i'm an emotional dude Cut i cry at like a lot of movies you're like a movie crier too aren't you i cry in <laughs> every movie and in order and in oh my gosh and in order dude talking. just give up at this point i know i'm just i'm struggling right now risk taking that is defined apparently as to- toxic masculinity. Oh yeah, uh, connected to male dominance, toxic masculinity. Uh, toxic masculinity encourages taking risks to demonstrate dominance. Men who buy into this are more likely to take extreme measures, such as perpetrate violence, drive dangerously, gamble, or abuse drugs. I mean, like uh, girls do that too, but drugs. Yeah, they do drugs. Oh yeah, do girls they? also drive crazy. And I always assume that women are like angels. I never assume they do anything. I wrong. I mean, women, guys, we all do that kind of stuff. I don't know. I feel like risk taking can be like that's a broad term. I think yeah, like probably we are more likely. Guys are more likely to gamble and more likely to do that kind of stupid stuff. Yeah, just because of toxic masculinity. But I also think that risk taking can be really great, and that's why I don't think risk taking. Like, I just don't like the the generalization of that term. That's what I'm saying. Like risk taking. Like, like that's toxic. Like I how think, is that toxic? I think us making a podcast and doing a brand together was. A risk it was just this we're going out on a limb here we're just like doing things like this january thing i don't know i'm going to be doing things that could be considered risky or i don't even know risky, risky like uh-huh what are you doing i don't know there's probably something in there what huh what are you doing Giving up social media, that's pretty risky. Oh, that's risky. <laughs> He's a risky but guy. But if there was something risky, I i think there's something inherent, I mean, in men and women, but especially in men, that's like, 
I want to overcome a, a adversity. I want to test the bounds of what I'm capable of doing. Men like doing things like climbing Mount Everest, you yeah. know, or stuff like that. I agree. Which women have done too, but I mean, I'd, oh I would assume majority of people who've climbed Mount Everest are free climbs. Who's the guy who did the free solo thing? Yeah. Like, dude, there's just some men there's who defy th the odds, dude. And I don't, and I, and I think there's girls that have done it too, and I don't think risking Amelia Earhart. Yeah, well, R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> Some risks shouldn't be taken. If it, if it was a man, he wouldn't have died. Cancel! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. I think that risks is a very big generalization. I think that risks can be really great. Yeah. Also, probably guys But healthy risks. But guys probably take worse risks. Yeah, probably. So, maybe. Okay, so here are some examples. Like, uh, the other things were more traits. These are, like, literal examples of things that would be considered toxic masculinity. Okay. Okay. When a boy in school doesn't act in traditionally masculine ways and he's being bullied by the boys in his class for being too feminine. <sighs> That's hard. That's a just really complicated thing. Yeah. I mean, bullying's never okay. No, it's hard. No. I mean, some guys are just a little softer. I don't know. Yeah. What are you going to do? What you, I mean... And it's hard because my parents, okay, so I'm going to be super vulnerable in the sense of, uh, like, with my parents. I'm, I'm going to be vulnerable for my parents. Like, there have been friends I've made in college that, like, my parents would meet and they'd be like, you have so many feminine friends. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. They would just be like, like oh, this person, like, he's really feminine, Joseph. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. That's so interesting. I have no clue. Do you have an example? Huh? You have an example? No, I don't have anyone. No, I'm not. No, <laughs> not masculine. I mean, a, fe a feminine. Just bleep it out. No, here's. <laughs> <laughs> that actually be funny if you bleeped it out. <laughs> I do think uh, there's a generational difference of like what's considered masculine and feminine. Because what I look, I don't look for like traits as far as like if someone's macho. There's a difference between someone who's macho and masculine. Yeah. To me, masculinity is like an overall encompassing like character thing. Yeah. Where like you're sh like I don't know. I don't think it's bad to say, but if you're masculine, you're strong. You are. Um, uh, bold. I always struggled with that a little bit because, like, I was a thinner guy growing up. I was I'm not like, saying strong, like, no, physically. No, 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 I know. Oh, okay, yeah. I was just a skinnier guy growing up, and I always felt like I was more in touch with my emotions than a lot of the guys around me. So yeah, I always, I, always felt, I was feminine because I wasn't, like, a football player or something like that, I always like felt that, like know? a more feminine guy. I mean, I did music, come on. Yeah. But, like... And theater? Did you theater? I did do theater. Yeah, oh, gosh. I did theater, and I, I, I liked it. I was fun. I liked acting. <laughs> I liked it. I liked acting. I did. Yeah, no, me too. I and so that. I think that was sometimes hard for me growing up, was I was just like, but I, I, I felt like I still had masculine qualities. Yeah. It's hard. I feel like that's pretty messed up. Don't bully about no. just if a dude sings or dances or yeah. just chill. Yeah, and I was just trying to say, again, generational differences. Like, my parents look more on surface level sometimes, but but that's because of the way they were raised and what was expected out of them. Yeah, you know, I agree. So I think it changes a little bit, but I think, again, over, masculinity shouldn't be like uh, an appearance thing or even sometimes the way you speak thing. It's just about like how you live your life and like your actions and stuff. I agree. Okay, this other one says, when a boy cries and his father tells him to toughen up or that men don't cry. I guess we've kind of talked about that's that. That's toxic. Yeah, that's I don't like that. I'd rather like be more just intentional. Like if I wanted to tell my... To my son to like toughen through something i just be more intentional with my words i wouldn't just say like hey you know toughen up yeah that's that's like hey man like i get on his level and i'd be like we gotta power through this we hey, gotta, buddy, we gotta... <laughs> you need to get it together man how you communicate something super important so if i want to tell my son that hey we need to power through this or strengthen through this and like i don't know i feel like there's a way to do that there's a way to do it right yeah i think that was really good joseph you think that's it i think that was it yeah that was i think really that's good. it yeah. This was really long. This was really long. I think we might need a skip react attack.
This has been a really long episode. A super long podcast. This is a long episode. I think if we cut it down, we should be okay. All right, guys. We were going to do another segment, but we went really long this week. So we will uh, shovel that segment on to next week, <laughs> nice. which is great. So, guys, we talked music. And we talked life. Until next time. Peace. Peace. Yeah. We didn't need to do another one. Wow, that was really long.